the National Slate Museum, reservoirs, lakes, Snowdon, a little overcast with some wind and rain in Clamberis, Wales, the perfect backdrop for the UTS by UTMB. Hello and welcome to the Ultra Running Podcast with me, Coach Marshy. I hope you're all well. I hope your training is going well and everything that you're doing towards your next Ultra Run is going to plan for you. From my perspective, the training is increasing and things are starting to look a little bit more positive for me. For those of you that want to follow that journey, do head over to my YouTube channel, Coach Marshy, where you can follow my journey back to ultra running. So something a little bit different for today's episode. So I was very lucky and very honoured to be given a media pass at the UTS Ultra Trail Snowdonia by UTMB 50, 100 and 165 K event for the 2022 event. So while I was there, I got to speak with many runners on the start line at the checkpoint at halfway and at the end. And you'll hear me speak to people with how they were feeling at the start of the 50K and how that had changed at the halfway point and some stories from out there. And then also at the end as well. And I also got to speak to one of the winners of the 100K event as well. What I would say about this episode is if you are listening, you will be able to pick up what went on at the event and, and absolutely hear those stories. But if you do have the opportunity to head over to the Ultra Running Podcast YouTube channel and watch the episode, it will certainly give you more perspective on this and sort of where we were and you can see in the background. But it was a privilege and um, what a place. So let's head over to the event village when I was on location at UTS by UTMB. So guys, now we're in a camper van in true ultra running style on the sidelines of an event. Here we are in a camper van with former guests, Andrew and Jan, both been on the show. Um, how are you doing guys? Yeah, good, yeah. thank you. So just to start off, you're here to volunteer on day one. So I'm volunteering. Andrew has volunteered today because we were a bit short-staffed. So he's been helping today. Um, but he's running tomorrow. And I'm volunteering through the night tonight and then tomorrow night as well. So just to get it right, Jan, you started volunteering at the start of the race at 11 o'clock? Uh, no, well, we started, we checked in at nine this morning and then we went out. Uh, so we collected our things at 10 from here from the volunteer hub then we drove out to uh checkpoint two which is about 40 minutes from here uh drove out set up and then we met a load of runners um the 165 runners um so we were out with them um until the last one came through uh unfortunately the last couple uh timed out and couldn't carry on um, which is always unfortunate when that happens because people train to run the whole race. They don't expect to, yeah. to time out. And that was at about 28 kilometres. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, and Andrew, you said that the guys at the front were having a bit of a chat when they came in. Oh, yeah, they were full of it. They were loving the course and, uh, yeah, they looked really fresh and uh, really chatty yeah. coming in. 
It was great, great to yeah. see. These, these events are great so. because everyone is really super friendly. Um, even, you know, the people that we think of as the elites and the real front runners. I mean, they still have time to have a chat and... Yeah, there's two two guys in the hotel actually that I've checked into, and they they're here for the the fifty tomorrow. Okay, and they said the best thing about ultra running, in their in their opinion, yeah. is unlike golf and football. So they were clearly golf fans and football okay. fans. You wouldn't be on the same course as Tiger Woods no. in the same field, and you yeah. wouldn't be on the pitch of Harry Kane. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you know, and they said that's what they love about the ultra world is that you are literally in there, yeah, on the start yeah. line yeah. with yeah. the whole field. And actually what I like about trail running and ultras is everybody's really accessible. Everyone's really friendly. Whereas sometimes in some of the other running events, uh, the front of the field don't always bother to stop and they just run straight through. Whereas when you're running 165 kilometers, when you're running 100 miles, you take the time to refuel um, yeah. because you have to, because otherwise you are gonna, you are gonna uh, collapse basically. So, yeah. you know, they have time to, we, we help them, we fill the water bottles up, but while they're filling up, we, we chat, so which is really but nice. It's impressive to see how much they can eat and drink in just a minute. Yeah, oh, yeah. they were, so they I mean, came yeah. in 500, 500 mil of um, electrolyte and uh, yeah, gone, yeah, up yeah, and then gone. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I wow. mean, we, we were laughing, weren't we? Because we were saying we, we spent time with them, but actually, I think they were only with us for two minutes yeah. total, and in that time. You know whatever they needed to do was done including having a chat with us yeah you yeah. know they they don't hang about but equally everyone's really friendly and polite and appreciative of what we're doing so they're yeah, great cool. events if people want to see what it's about volunteering is definitely the way to go it's awesome so what we'll do jan is we'll catch up with you as a volunteer later on yeah, in the sure. in the event and andrew will try and catch up with you as a runner yeah, at, at some point tomorrow at the start and throughout the day hopefully Excellent. So news has filtered in that the 165 has indeed been cancelled due to severe weather. And when you look up there and you can see the clouds moving and the rain coming down and you think about there being a ridge for the runners to go across various places, you can see that actually that's a great call and safety first. But that's the kind of conditions that we're talking about for the 165 to be cancelled. So I'm just here at the event village of UTS and I'm with Charlie, Ree and Jack. How are you doing guys? Very okay. good. Real good. So as far as ultra running goes, where are you on the spectrum of ultra runners? <laughs> above middle. Okay, Ooh, just, above, middle. Just, above middle, I like just. that. And in terms of this specific event, first time here? Uh, well, we live 10 minutes away. Excellent. Jack's and I just finished the seven hour drive. Excellent. Uh, yeah. So a long drive before you've even yeah. started. Yeah. So I'll ask you first then, which event are you actually participating in? We're all doing the 100. We're all doing the 100. So what's that, 4 o'clock kick-off in the morning? 4 a.m. until no, hopefully not the next day. <laughs> and how are you feeling about it? Good, yeah. Excited, really excited. It's, it's that point where you just want to get going. So assuming that you live 10 minutes from here, I'm assuming you've been up and around the area a lot. Yeah. You've yeah. done the whole course. The whole 100, 100k yeah. course. Several, several times broken down, wreckage, yeah. yeah. Very organised, and I haven't been up here for years, so I'm excited to see it. So, to anyone who's not from this area, how would you talk about the elevation? Uh, it's going to kick people's asses, I think. It's, it's, it is brutal. It's, it's, it's not that many climbs, it's just the size of each climb. Uh, it's, it's relentless. 
Excellent, excellent. And if you had to give any runner who wanted to come here in the future a kind of tip what to do in the next year between this event and next year, what would you say to them? <laughs> just get, get on the hill lots and yeah. lots of ascent just get the climbs in and we all three use poles so here we are at Cranberris Tandoori with Dan who is part of the UTMB UTS race tomorrow hi Dan welcome to the podcast which um, which event is it that you're taking part in I'm doing the 50k tomorrow 50k and in terms of that distance is that a regular thing for you or uh, yeah it's like a training run Okay, so you'd regularly get out and do a training run of that? that wow, distance. not recently, no. Okay, and then in terms of that distance and terrain, are you used to this sort of yeah, terrain? Fairly used to it, um, although I haven't done too much this year, and um, previous years. And with the elevation, how, how does that sit with you? Um, yeah, I'm happy with the elevation. Um, I, it's good, basically, I'm training for the UTMB this year, so it's a, it's a good profile to be to do it and see how I'm on. Fantastic. And what are you doing right now? Ordering kebab and chips. Is that a pre-race meal? Absolutely. So I'm just here with Stephen and Victoria at the start of UTS. How you feeling guys? We could have done with a better night's sleep. It was a bit wet and windy in the tent. But uh, we're alright. We're, we're just a little bit pensive. You know, there's one or two sketchy bits at the top of Snowden, but it'll be fine. It's my first mountain race, so I'm a bit nervous. So, first mountain race, you're nervous. With Stephen with you, how you, how do you feel about that? Will that, will that get you around? Yeah, get you around. He, get, he gets the best out of me. And, and Stephen, just tell us what you do um, with your media side of things, with your... So I, I, I run a, a YouTube channel called Film My Run, uh, where I basically go around various races around the world uh, to, to film basically mostly ultras, mountain races, 100 mile races, that kind of thing. Um, race directors sometimes invite me along, like today, to film races. Um, other times I just pay my money and I go and I enjoy myself. Excellent. And in terms of both of you today, any expectation? I want to finish. I want those two running stones. <laughs> Excellent. Cheers, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll try and get, I'll, we're going to try and get round in between 10 and 12 hours. Let's, let's put it as loosely as that. A finish. Excellent. Finish. Well, all the best today and uh, we wish you all the best from the Outs Running Podcast. Cheers. Thank, Thank you very you. much. So just with Andrew Carver at the start of the UTS 50k, how you feeling, Andrew? Yeah, it's a better day than yesterday. It was, uh, came down a lot last night, so it's going to be wet out there on the course, but I'm really buzzing, looking forward to it. And in terms of your day ahead, are you looking forward to the, the climbs and the descents or the, yeah. the, de- the flats? What's going to be the, the best bit for you? Yeah, the descents definitely are going to be my thing that I'm looking forward to. I'll grind out the climbs and uh, yeah. Yeah, try and roll through the descents. And any, any expectations? No, no. Just hope to finish. Hope to and, finish. Uh, Good stuff. Good luck, Andrew. Thanks. So I'm just with Amy at the start of the UTS 50K. But Amy, you were actually in the 165 race. So as some people will know, the race was actually called at about 8 o'clock last night. Whereabouts were you? I came into, it was just coming into the Mountain Hut checkpoint, which is where they um, they told me the decision. And it didn't surprise me in the slightest. It was getting quite quite nasty out there. And I was already thinking, are they going to reroute us or are they going to, what are they, they going to do? So uh, it was the right call, but bitterly disappointing. Yeah. So wind, rain, a lot? 
It was, yeah, coming down past the um, the reservoir, the wind had got up and the, the, the rain was almost horizontal and, yeah, I was starting to get cold. It, it was, yeah, pretty horrific conditions. So, uh, any higher up and, it, yeah, it, it would have been. Because there were eight runners who had gone on ahead who were going over the Canadai already. Right. And I, I don't envy what they had to go through. Yeah. So you get pulled out of the race. Yeah. Race gets cancelled and you get yeah. offered a place in the 50k today. So the choice was the 100k, the 50k or nothing at all. And I thought, well, I'll do the 50k. I'm not going to... My legs haven't got a race in them, but I'm up here in Snowdonia, so I may as well just enjoy another day in the mountains. And why not? Why would you not do that? Brilliant. Well, yeah. all the best better there. weather today as well. Any expectations for today then? No, none at all. I'm just taking it easy and just having a nice day. Well, all the best. <laughs> Thank you. So I'm here on the start line with Alex, Ollie and Chris. How are you feeling, guys? Yeah, good. Um, yeah, really good. Very excited. Very good. First time at this race? At this race, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And what's today's expectation? Just to have a nice smooth run, get it, get it on there, finish in good conditions. Yeah, and have a nice day out, really. Yeah, stay out in the hills. So as far, as far as the conditions are now, how would you say, are you happy with this? Yeah, this is. I'm glad I didn't start. I'm glad it wasn't the 165. And I'm glad I didn't start before in the morning. I'm, I'm pretty confident that we're going to have some decent conditions. So it should be okay. I'm a bit. I'm a bit disappointed. We're probably not going to see any beautiful views, but yeah. Yeah. just in mind, great people. Yeah, I'm going to be good. And what's the aim? Just to get the stone? Just to finish? Yeah, I think so. Finish with a smile. Yeah, finish with a smile. I love that. Finish with a smile. I'm running UCMB in August, so this is kind of like a bit of a warm-up race. Excellent. So yeah, so should be should be should be good for that. Bit of training then today. Training for nice day out, really. No, good stuff, guys. Good luck. Fabulous. Thank you. So just here, Mark, on the start line over the UTS UTMB. How you feeling today, Mark? Well, I'm on a bit of a deadline to get back to Burton on Trent at 8 o'clock tonight. So my mind is quite focused on uh, going quickly. And getting back there tonight is for what reason? Uh, it's my brother-in-law's uh, big birthday. Okay. I'm going to be in a lot of trouble if I'm late. So how did you wing all this then to come and do an ultra marathon before that? Well, my wife's got a lot of weekends on her own that she's got lined up by, uh, by way of a compromise. We're going to meet with the kids. Excellent, excellent. In terms of your own expectations, in terms of the race, do you feel ready for it? Um, well, not massively. I haven't done a huge amount of training, so I shouldn't expect too much, but I'm really looking forward to it now. I'm really glad the weather has cleared up since yesterday. Yeah, so obviously the news came in last night that the 165 was, was cancelled at about 8 o'clock, and the weather was pretty dire, and overnight, how did you feel about that? Did you sleep well? Uh, no, well I woke up at 3 o'clock to howling winds and pelting rain, and praying that it was going to pass, and touch wood, it looks, looks okay at the moment. So I'm just here on the start line with uh, former guest Tanner, She's been on the show recently, so how are you doing, Tana? Uh, well, I have been absolutely floored by a like viral chest infection for the past week. Um, so I'm yeah, I'm at 70%, but I'm going for it anyway. To... So not ideal prep for you then? No, not really, but I'm here, so... So now that you are on the start line, you made that decision, even though you're not feeling great, what is the expectation today then? Just see how I just see what I can do. Just go and enjoy myself because uh, like I'm not tip top, so there's no point putting pressure on myself now. I might as well just enjoy the atmosphere and 
enjoy this special experience. Yeah, and in terms of that, the UTMB and, and UTS now combining and being part of the World Series, yeah. does, it, does it feel special being here? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's a buzz about the, the place and the even the race itself, it feels a bit more special now. So Yeah, no, excellent. Really if you get that stone, will you be putting your name in the hat? I think you've got to. If you've got a stone, you've got to just do it, don't you? <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. And um, in terms of the elevation and, and the kind of mountains out there, the training, have you done enough training for that? Elevation wise, I would have liked to do more. Life got in the way, and that's what happens when you're not a full time runner. Like, you can't, you can't stop something. So, no, I would have liked to do more elevation. That's what's going to get me today, I think, especially for chess. But yeah. We'll see. So, just on the start line with former guests Ian and Andrew. How are you doing, guys? Very good. Yeah. Nervous. Nervous day. Nervous, nervous. <laughs> so, in terms of the preparation for this race, have you done, have you done enough? Never do that. Never do <laughs> And obviously we're, we're from Cambridge, so in terms of elevation, we don't get any of that. When you turn up to a place like this, is the, what's the initial reaction? Full of fear or nerves? Yeah, I think fear and nerves both are going very well, yeah. yeah. And what's the thing you're looking forward to the most today? Hot food at checkpoint three. <laughs> <laughs> that was the highlight last year. Yeah. <laughs> the downhill to the finish. Yeah. <laughs> downhill to the finish. So we're starting at the Slate Museum. Yep. Great scenery behind you, you can see that. Um, for those listening, you should check out the YouTube because the scenery is amazing. Well, um, in terms of expectations, Ian, we asked Andrew earlier, but what's your expectation today? Just finished? Yeah, just finished. I'd like to get up to 10 hours, kind of what we did last year, so if we can do that, maybe a little bit quicker if we can, that'd be great. Just past the start of the UTS UTMB World Series race here in Wales, and with race director Mike. How are you, Mike? All good. A little bit sleep deprived, but nothing new. So, so some some of the listeners and viewers will know that you've been on the show and you talked about this race um, being part of the World Series now. And here we are, day two. How's it gone so far? Um, mixed. Overall, very successful. Unfortunately, due to the weather, we had to cancel out uh, during the event, the 100 miler last night. The conditions were just uh, yeah, borderline dangerous. So, pulled everyone off the hill, got them back here, gave them the opportunity to restart over the 100k or the 50k. About half of them took took us up on that. So, yeah, so far so good. All the volunteers are really, really working super hard. Uh, we had quite a few dropouts due to COVID and stuff. So. Always a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes, but I think the runners are going to be quite quite happy about what they experienced today. And yeah, it's been a great event so far, I'd say, from a race director's perspective. And the, the weather conditions right now seem okay where we're standing, yes. obviously. We know that can change a lot yeah. up on the peaks there, but how yeah, do you feel? Um, yeah, about three o'clock this morning, the, the forecast is due to improve, and it has done. So yeah, the 50k runners in particular are in for real nice conditions actually today, so yeah. How does it feel to have just seen the UTS 50 go off? So, when I came along, I didn't really know what to expect, but I think being here in such a prestigious world event now, you know, the fact that UTS has been taken over by, by UTMB and it's now that world qualifying series. When I was walking through the crowd talking to the runners, I got this sense of like privilege from the runners and this sense of like proudness that they were involved in this event and that it was going to be what it was today. And how did you feel when you got the news last night that the 165 had uh, unfortunately had to uh, had to be called? Yeah, so um, I was in a position where I did find out just as it was happening and it was a bit of a shock to, to be here when that happens. You read about it a lot. Um, it's actually probably more common than people think in terms of 
racers getting pulled out during the race because of runner safety and apparently up the top there it was a bit dire and very wet and windy and the runners just weren't going to be safe so the race was called and to to be on site when that happened felt very different to if you just read it on social media or read it in a magazine article afterwards and what do you think of the people then being given the opportunity to go into the 100 or the 50 so the fact that they then can go to bed which they would have been running that whole time anyway but to go to bed and then come back and potentially start at 4 a.m or at 9 a.m just just like the guys did that that seemed slightly epic to me um but having spoke to a few of them they all seem very relaxed they seem like it's going to be an adventure and they're going to get out there and do it so yeah i think all in all the uh the feedback was pretty positive and and the runners were up for it and what are you looking forward to seeing today so i'm looking forward to being out there and trying to get some runner reactions and just see how people react to different things you know if the weather stays as it is now are they upbeat if the weather takes a turn how are they feeling where's their emotions at and i'm going to try and find that at a couple of the aid stations and just get that reaction so i'm excited to see people's reaction in terms of their emotional state rather than the physical state so how you get on sean first half first half was the first checkpoint was nice second was a bit uh, messy shall we say but no, it's how, just, how uh, deep have you been in knee deep <laughs> knee deep knee deep pop some of them in there looking forward to the next climb nope. Maybe the next, right? Yeah. Yeah, till the next one. Till the next one. Till the next one. A bit of rain now. Yeah, rain's coming in. It's probably coming in nice just as we get up there. It's quite warm up there. Right, there you go. Ollie, catching up with you halfway. How you getting oh, yeah. on, mate? Yeah, fine. Cruising. Yeah. Nice. Having a really nice day out, yeah. Yeah, yeah enjoying it so far. And the second half? Yeah. Second half, got a big climb now, so it's going to take a little bit of time. Get yeah, that, that little hill they call Snowden, right? Little hill up there. Yeah. Should be fine. Yeah, excellent. Excellent. So Alex, halfway, how are you feeling? Yeah, okay. Bit, 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 uh, you know, bit muddy, bit, but we, we're getting there. How deep did you actually end up going in then? <laughs> Pretty, well, you can have a look. She wasn't happy. That's all I'd say. And Should have the, seen these at the beginning of the race. They weren't this colour. And the second half, how are you feeling about it? Yeah, good, good. I've got, I've got good, uh, good leader in Ollie. He's done this. He's well used to the mountains, so yeah, he's keeping me, keeping me in check. How are you feeling, Mark? Halfway. Um, I realise I don't like hills very much. Don't like hills very much. And just an update on getting to getting on Trent on time. Well, I think I did the first half in three, three and a half hours. If I do the next half in this, I'll be okay, but there's no chance I'm going to do the next half at the same time. <laughs> so, so you're going to be late to the party? I'm in big trouble, basically. <laughs> there's not a lot I can do about it. <laughs> so former guest Ian is just approaching the halfway mark, coming in to the halfway aid station, looking fairly strong. How you feeling, Ian? Yeah, good, thank you. Feeling good? Yeah, yeah good. Get you steady. Good, good man. Halfway, Tanner, how are you feeling? Uh, so, on the uphills, I think, oh my god, my lungs are going to die, but then on the downhill, I'm like, no, I can, I can push through, so, uh, it's a shame half of the course is uphill, so. And obviously, you, say, you said you weren't feeling great at the start, so, is that? I still don't feel good. Still keeping Look it at all these tissues. Oh, wow. I have yeah, a cup orange lozenger every, like, few miles. <laughs> yeah, I know. Chest infection. Nice. Well, I'm at the back end of it. Have you got, have you got good snot rockets? Loads, yeah, and tissues. Uh, I think that's the most important thing with any running is like good snot rocket technique. Just don't give a shit anymore. Oh yeah. 
I just make sure there's not a runner behind me. Oh, I, I don't even bother with that. You do not. No. And get, going up Snowden, how do you feel? Is that now? Yeah. I want to get to that bit. Yeah, yeah, that's now. Yeah, we're halfway now, bit. so. Excellent. Okay, so I'm just here with Katrin, and Katrin is the founder of UTMB. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about that story. How did it start? Uh, it was just a, a story of passion in the beginning. And uh, the first year we had, uh, we didn't expect so many runners, but there were 722 on the start line in 2003. And then it's growing, 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 and to, to be here. It was a great project and a beautiful story. Yeah, and no. now we have uh, 25 races by UTMB and UTS is uh, one of them to provide to all the runners a race with the same standards than on UTMB race near where they live. So, so someone like myself who's just got into ultra running in the last kind of five or six years, we, um, we see on YouTube and in the media lots about UTMB. And everyone says, right, this is the, the World Cup of, of uh, ultra running. How does that make you feel to know that people see it that way? I am really happy because it seemed like a growl, you know, and uh, we love the ID and we welcome everybody. But now we have to go to the runners and it's because of that we create a lot of races. And... Uh, uh, my biggest pride is the team yes. and to meet all the volunteers and all the team everywhere and to discover so many new countries and uh, we love the diversity. Yeah, no, it's amazing. I, I, I personally think it's a great move and, and I'm really excited to see how the future goes with, with the whole of the UTMB series and hopefully one day I can make it to Chamonix as well. Why not? To do it, you just need to run here. Heidi, how, how are you getting on halfway? Okay. It's going all right, is it? Yeah, not bad. Better than I thought I was going to be doing. Okay. Doing, Amy? That's, that's a good, that's a good sign. Yeah. Is it, was it quite muddy in there? I mean, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And how are you feeling about the second half? Um, I've done Snowden before, so slightly better. Cool. I'll know where I'm going now. Cool. Have a good second Thank half. Thank you. It was all your kit absolutely soaking wet. It was. Luckily, started. I'm in an Airbnb. Whoops. Okay. So I could dry things fairly well. Yeah. So catching up with Amy at halfway. How are you getting on, Amy? Oh, having a nice day. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's, the weather's been lovely so far. And I'm just chilling, having a nice day in the mountains today. And how, how are the legs after yesterday at halfway? Actually, I'm, I'm surprised. They're not too bad. They're, 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 they're standing up so far. It's snowed twice now, so they might. Yeah. <laughs> like give way, but yeah, all good so far. Okay. So I'm um, just with Christy at halfway. How are you getting on? I love it. Yeah. So you, you've just come out of the woods, right? Yeah. Where, where are you from? Canada. And that's just like being at home. The moss, the spruce trees. Just close my eyes. I didn't dare close my eyes, my phone. But it was just like being at home. And was it muddy? Maybe. Yeah. To my knees. Up to your knees. It's like okay. a spring runoff. There you go. Yeah. And how are you feeling about the second half? It's just exceeding ex any expectations. I just, everything is amazing. The marking, the people, the marshals. I'm so pleased to be here. Excellent. Yeah, thank you. Just think of the glory. Here we are, halfway with Dan. So, uh, compared to the 
kebab shop. How is it? Uh, I mean, the food is probably not as good, I'd have to say. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I've not seen it yet. I've not seen it. How feeling? Very good. All going all right? Yeah, all going well. Getting these guys along. And the second half? Oh, yeah, we should be good fun. Excellent. Excellent. So, Simon, how are you getting on? Yeah, good. Is it um, is it what you expected so far? No, much harder. Lots yeah. of bog, lots of mud, and then the hills as well. Yeah, yeah it's brute. Any any views at the top? Or? Yeah, but if you look too much, you trip over. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful views at the top, but it's a tough one. And the second half, what are you thinking? It's going to be even harder. Yeah, we'll get it done. Yeah, no, excellent, mate. That's all we can do. And um, just in this tree line that you've just come out yeah. of. Thick mud. Thick mud. Yeah, up to your ankles and see my feet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very good fun. No, excellent, mate. You keep going. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, not too bad. It's been uh, a little bit more muddy than we expected, but the weather's been pretty much perfect. And uh, hardest bit still to come, though, but four and a half hours, halfway. That's not bad, is it? I wasn't expecting to wade through a bog knee deep. But you did? I did. And now you're going to go up Snowden? Excellent. It's just what you want. So, Sean, we're at the finish. We caught up with you at halfway. So, talk to me about the second half. How was it? Very tough. Very tough. Uh, save the best for last, why don't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that, that final climb up Pig Track is just an absolute killer. Yeah, the words the words where it might have been a bit spicy up there, was it? It was, was it like a bit that? spicy, but like the third climb going up from the back of Snowdonian was even worse because the rain was coming down. And then obviously coming back down the other side of the mountain, it was absolutely a breeze. There was like no sun, there was like no wind in your face. And then obviously getting to checkpoint three, checkpoint three, checkpoint four, Penny Pass, filling up, and then literally coming up Pig Track again. Weather was beautiful, and then just coming down Lamberis, bit a bit of, bit of um, cramp in the legs, but managed to sort of see it through. Uh, brilliant. And, and now it's over. What's next? Um, I've got Snow GB Ultras Brecon Beacon under a K in two weeks time with main goal for me uh, I'm going to Alabama in November right. to do a 24 hour endurance race okay. so this is all sort of leading up to that really so. brilliant so here we are catching up with Ollie at the finish line yeah talk me through it talk me through halfway to now halfway to now the uh, section over Snowden was pretty cold a little bit difficult uh, but um, actually once once that was done it was fairly, fairly steady coming off the back of fluids pretty technical not particularly pleasant but after that the weather improved and everything everything's all, all good so was there was there rain up there or was it just, just, yeah, just wind just windy cold bit of rain you know uh, so not, not entirely pleasant but it's all good and how are you feeling yourself yeah superb sub 8 hours which is what I wanted to do yeah um, nice little shake out ready for UTMB hopefully in in August um, and so yeah this, that's what today was about not injured feel good finish strong so yeah all really really good so Josh first ever winner of the 100k UTS by UTMB how yeah. are you feeling right now I'm absolutely over the moon yeah yeah so chuffed so chuffed and in terms of your expectations going into the race was that part of the plan no uh, not to run it in that time um, I did it last year and I did it in 14.33 and so I'm, I'm absolutely over the moon with the, with the time I've done it in today. So you flame around today basically? Didn't expect that time, um, yeah it went really well. And the highlight of the race? Well the second half was great, I picked up energy and um, yeah the climbs were going pretty, I felt pretty strong on the climbs. And, uh, and then yeah, did it get quite hot up there, it looked yeah. down here quite warm. Yeah, yeah it turned out a really nice day. Um, first first half of the day raining so it was quite nice with the cool and uh, but also made the rocks really greasy as well so the descents weren't brilliant at the start of the day but then it did dry out and it was like it was just 
a dream running over there, you know. Yeah. So obviously you'll need time for it to sink in, but yeah. once it has, yeah. you're gonna reflect on this and Definitely. see it's a real proud moment. Yeah, yeah, it's probably my best one today. For Brilliant. sure. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's been it's been phenomenal and what a course, what a course. I, I just love it here. It's my third time and I'm coming back for more next year for sure. Fantastic. Love it. And um, in terms of the next stage now, are, yeah. you, are you off to, to Chamonix? Yeah, Chamonix, yeah. So I'll recover from this and then I'm going out uh, going out to Chamonix at the end of July to train, uh, come home and then I'll go back for the race. So, yeah, Excellent. can't wait for that. Is that the first time there? First time there, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, really, really. I've been to Chamonix a few times before, but not for any races. So, yeah, what a beautiful place as well. Yeah, the mountains are absolutely stunning, aren't they? Yeah, and do you feel now that you're kind of surprising yourself and the expectation may go up? Or For sure, yeah, yeah maybe. CCC is super competitive, isn't it? And yeah. I'll give it I'll give it my all, though, and it's me, me, me goal race for the year, for sure, so I'll give it everything I've got. And um, what, what, what do your family think to all of this? Uh, they're, they're so proud of me, and... Um, yeah, no, they're really trusted and they're so supportive as well and yeah, couldn't, couldn't have a support, more supportive family and all helps, you know, pushing me on. I just love the sport though and I'm so passionate about it. Yeah. That's what I love and they come along on the journey. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Know a lot of them have got into running because of it as well. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. yeah, and it does, it inspires people to do more, right? It does, yeah, yeah, definitely. When you're out running all the time, like, you know, I go for runs with my girlfriend, and yeah. yeah. So, so would you say that to the world watching and listening that ultra running can be for anyone, running can be for definitely. anyone? it can be for anyone, anyone. Yeah, Fantastic. Absolutely, running is such a brilliant sport. And then final question for me is, yeah. how are you, you going to celebrate now? What, what are you going to eat? What are you going to drink? Have you got anything in mind? Well, I don't drink a lot of alcohol, but I think I'm going to have to tonight. Yeah. Might have a whiskey. Yeah, no, uh, go for it, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I'm going to take a week, but, you know, proper, proper recovery and Nando's. Nando's, I love excellent. Nando's. Love it. Love it. Yeah, no, um, it is one of my favourite favourite outlets as well. So. I'm going to have to go there. No, brilliant. Yeah. Fantastic, Josh. Well, we'll, we'll look forward to hopefully seeing yeah. more in the future. Thank you very much. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, Alex. Hi. Returning back to where you started. Oh man, I'm back. How are you feeling? Yeah, tired. Are you Are you feeling like this is a big achievement today? Yeah, it's good. You know what? I, it was hard, but I, I I enjoyed it. It was quite a lot more technical than I thought. Right, okay. A lot more technical than I thought, which really sort of didn't work out for me so well. But so did that catch you out a little oh, bit? Massively, yeah. What particularly yeah. going up Snowdon itself? Or? Yeah, well, more the scrambling and the downs actually. Right, okay. Yeah. And how was the weather up there? Yeah, awful. Awful. I was so cold. I almost cried. But you've done it now. You've yeah, completed it. I've so. Done it. What does this evening have in store? I don't know yet. A bath. A, a, a bath. Not moving, yeah. Yeah, so just catch up with Mark at the finish line. I know you're in a rush and you got to go because you got to get to this party. How was the second half? Slow. Yeah. Um, really technical and I'm in big trouble. <laughs> yeah, in terms of going up Snowden then, was it, did it catch you out? Um, it did, yeah. It's very, I mean, it's like very, obviously very steep. The, the, down, the descents are so technical that almost as slow and as tricky as the ascent. And even when it's flat, it's quite technical. So, yeah, it was really, really tough day out, actually. Really challenging race. Good fun. Great, great scenery, but really, really challenging 50k. Yeah, so we know you've got to get to this party. You've got, what, a two or three hour drive now? 
two hours 45 minutes. Two hours 45 minutes and you got two hours 10. So it's been a good story following it, to yeah. be fair. It's been a good side note as well. So, yeah, no. The numbers don't add up. They don't add up, <laughs> no. But well done. It's been a great race. Um, anything you're going to do to celebrate? Um, a beer. Yeah. Cool beer. So, Tanner, you made it. You're at the, you're at the finish line. You didn't think you were going to make it. Tell me how you're feeling. I, I don't know, but I'm on the verge of crying for some reason. I've nearly lost my voice again. Um, yeah, that got, it got really, really tough at one point then with my chest. So. Yeah. So what was that going up Snowdon or coming down? It was, so going up the first time, beasted it, actually made loads of progress. And then it was coming off and a pass, going up the pig, like my lungs just started getting tight again. So that was really difficult that last bit. So I'm just proud and amazed of myself and I'm going to enjoy the beer now. Yeah, no, <laughs> watching you build up to the race, it's been a, it's been a journey and then to get the bad luck of feeling unwell. I know, yeah. But then to stand on the start line was first, that was the first challenge. Yeah. And now you've done it. I know, I can't, can't actually believe it. It's my, it was my first like organised race as well, so yeah. it was a big deal for me. So it's your first ultra as well? Yeah, first, first like, organised organized one, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's absolutely epic. Yeah. Brilliant. Congratulations. Thank you. So, just here with Tony, just finished uh, UTS 50. How was it? Absolutely epic. Epic, mate, honestly. And in terms of epic, which bit? Doing Snowden twice. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. The mountains were awesome. Um, we had a bit of every weather. The weather, we got rain, got wind, we got sun. But absolutely stunning course. Loved it. In terms of going up Snowden, yeah. how was the terrain? How would um, you say it was? First set, probably harder than the second set. Um, probably harder coming down, if I'm honest. Harder coming down. Um, no falls. In fact, I fell on my ass uh, before. <laughs> Just after the second station. But, no, honestly, it's been a truly good course. I'm glad the weather stayed out as well, it's turned out well for you. So in terms of moving on for celebrations now, oh. what, are you, what are you got in store? Well, that's one to start with, and yeah. let's see where the next one's come from. So, just with Heidi and Jack at the end of UTS 50, how was it guys as a whole? Hard. Harder than it should have been. And in particular, the second half going up Snowden. Yes. Yeah, the, for me it was the uh, declines. Uh, the scrambling down was just bizarre. Was yeah, it yeah. slippy with it? Slippy, muddy, wet. Because I guess the weather was changing as you came down as well. Yeah. It came the hottest day. Yeah. yeah. All over the place. That range of path killed me going off, and I thought I was done, but then after that, managed to. The second, okay, the second climb at you just wanted to get that done because when you get to the top it's pretty much down and in terms of sort of where it ranks within your achievements and what you've done in terms of how hard that, it was that distance, oh it's the hardest it's the hardest yeah, distance definitely. that distance yeah 100% definitely 100% so the rest of the evening how's that looking Pub. Drink. Drink, pub and food excellent well done, guys. Cover for the next one. So congratulations <laughs> cheers so just catching up with Amy at the finish line how was that second half second half is tough the second half yeah the two climbs of the snowden the scrambling never cleared but it's good and again the weather that it cleared did it help out were spectacular all the time i was thinking i am so glad i'm back out here again and i'm getting to actually see see it beautifully rather than in driving rain so yeah yeah so you're glad you made the decision I'm to go back i'm glad out. i came back out definitely yeah no, that's good yeah and how do the next few hours look how's the recovery gonna go um 
Okay, have a meal with my parents, have a couple of drinks, um, and then try and sleep tonight. So there we are. Some absolutely inspirational people there. Um, completely awesome. And like I said at the beginning, it was a real honour and privilege to be given the opportunity. And I just want to start off by thanking Mike, who is the founder of UTS, um, for giving me the opportunity to be there on site with the media pass and have that access to those areas to speak to those athletes before, during and after the event. And also to capturing the one of the co-founders of the UTMB for, you know, for, if you guys gave me that opportunity to be there on site and be part of the event. So thanks very much for that. Um, it was really good for me to be on site for uh, multiple reasons. Obviously we've created this episode and that's great. And this episode and this, this whole podcast is all about people and their stories and a platform for people to come and share that and, and that's what we've done with this event. But from sort of on the personal side for me as a runner to get to see that event up close and personal, it was amazing just to have that insight into how it would work. Am I going to sit here and start putting promises out there that I'm going to run it? I'm not going to do that, but I would love to have the ambition to be able to get onto the start line of that race one day. And now I've seen it and how it works, the little bit of insight into it, that would obviously help me as a as a runner on a personal note when it comes to that event on the day um but it was great because you know i was out there and in between filming those clips and asking the questions i got i did get to help and i did get to help the runners with their nutrition at the halfway point and and pour water and point them in the right direction of what it was they needed and you know you help fill refill the watering cans with flat coke or with water and it was an absolute privilege to even get that opportunity as well. And, you know, if you never volunteered at a race, I would say go and do it because what an atmosphere, what a great, what a great Saturday that we had doing that. Um, just helping those people and and getting that insight throughout it as well. And, you know, off camera and away from the interviewing, there was certainly lots of inspiration there and lots of stories that, that we didn't unfortunately capture, but would be like great little sound bites as well in terms of people's experiences of, what's going on out there and if you are an ultra runner and you go and volunteer you will pick up that information and get that chance to be that sponge and absorb and hopefully learn from others so a big thank you to all the runners because you were so kind it was kind of you to give up your time on the start line all those nerves and you know that sort of anxiety on that start line yet you were still able to speak to me and and have that take that time out during that halfway checkpoint to have a few words while you were kind of refilling water bottles and, and things up as well. So, you know, it was great. And, you know, again, you've just finished a race. The last thing you probably wanted to do was speak to me, but you did. And I just want to thank every single one of you. It's these stories that inspire people. I get inspired by it. Some of our listeners writing on, you know, DMs come in all the time saying thank you for a great episode. Such and such inspired me. And, and it was just awesome to um, get the chance. And as anyone who's listened to this podcast regularly, what was amazing about it is that Ian, Andrew and Tanner, who have all been previous guests and Jan as a volunteer as well there, that three of them were running and one of them was helping out. And it was great to kind of see that onward journey within the ultra world for, for these guys and get a bit of insight from them out there 
um, as former guests. So it'd be interesting to go back and listen to their episodes as well. Um, and it was great to chat to them and catch up and follow their story. And also the new the new people that perhaps I've followed for a while managed to pick them out a little bit um, just to get to meet them in person and have a chat and, you know, realise what it is they're doing and see them in the flesh. It was great to be part of that and and hear what you all had to say. So thank you so much. You know, for me, you know, personally, I'm a huge fan of ultra running. I've, I've, I've done a bit of it myself. I'm looking to have that journey back now to ultra running and, you know, I just couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that I was meeting the co-founder of UTMB. Who gets to do that? That was absolutely amazing. I didn't I didn't expect that. I didn't think that was going to happen, let alone interview her and have a bit of a a bit of an interview on this podcast episode. But you know, she was kind enough to do that. She was explaining off camera the journey and all the things that are going on with UTMB and how it's grown and you know what it's all about and the passion that they have in Chamonix. And it was just amazing. And what an inspirational story and what an inspirational lady, you know, co-founder with her husband as well. And it just absolute, just privilege to to get the opportunity. Sound like a fanboy, but I'll tell you what, you just don't think that you're going to go there. But if you put yourself and you volunteer and you go and do things, then maybe you make your own luck. And it was just a privilege. And I was inspired to to meet meet the team from UTMB as well, who were all there mucking in and helping out and, and getting involved as well, which was awesome to see. The runners, you were all completely inspirational. And, you know, the location, what a stunning part of the world, you know, just in Wales here in the UK. That is there on our doorstep with a stone's throw if a four-hour drive is a stone's throw, but you get what I mean. And it was just a privilege to be in that environment and, and see that. And we have that sort of ultra run going on here in the UK as well. So uh, I would certainly recommend, you know, get yourselves there in the future, whether that be as a volunteer, they always need volunteers, whether that be as a spectator, whether that be as a runner, um, watch this space for 2023. Um, It looks like an exciting year ahead for that as well. So thanks for tuning into the show. Hope you enjoyed the show. If there's anything in there that you think is useful to anyone that you know, please share it. Please do give us a review on whatever platform it is you're watching or drop us a comment. Let us know what you thought. Let us know your own stories. It's great to see that and get the DMs and the little comments on various platforms. It's really amazing to hear how it's either inspiring you or how you you use it or how it's made you get into ultra running in a couple of cases. And also, you know, if there's anyone that you know will benefit from it then of course share that information because that's how we can work as ultra runners we can absorb from what others learn and then when we go out there for the first time second time third time first time up a mountain whatever it is you're doing you can take that knowledge that you might have heard and try and apply it for the first time without having practiced it but at least you were prepared and you had a little bit more knowledge than you might have done if you didn't know that so i hope you enjoyed yourself I hope we can meet here again soon to discuss more on the Ultra Running Podcast with me, Coach Marshy.